0: From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland Edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition, episode 437, for the week of April 26, 2015. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan that perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Tom Bell, and I'm joined by my good friends, Nancy Johnson, Michael Bowling, Mary Jo Malata and Tony Spatel. And in this segment, we answer all the questions you've ever had, <laughs> or at least the ones Harriet. that you sent in to us by, by <laughs> email uh, to dlpodcast at www.info.com. Uh, Mary Jo, she also started a thread on the boards, so and we have some questions from there. Hello, team, how are you?
1: Hello, good. Great. You're I have my thinking go. cap
0: on. Oh yes, and and some of these I don't know the answers to, so you know, we'll just we'll just fake it.
2: There are five of us. Somebody's. There are five know of
0: us. Yeah, well, some somebody's got to know the answer <laughs> yes. to these.
3: Yeah, no, no one of us is as dumb as all of us. All of us combined.
0: <laughs> yes. Wait a second. All right, <laughs> let's let's start out with a fun one. This is from Ed Simba on the boards. This is from the Disboards. Disboards what is the worst Disneyland food you have had that everyone else seems to love?
4: Me,
3: oh. Me, me, I know. oh, I I've got answer. I've got one.
0: <laughs> okay, Tony.
4: The cozy cones. Okay. What? The breakfast cozy cone is disgusting. And I don't but, get the whole oh, cone I didn't have the thing. I had
1: the
4: breakfast one. Yeah, I'll get the I, cone. It's okay. the cone itself. Does it does nothing for me. So I'm gonna bring that with everything. Like I don't get. I they're cute, but mm-hmm. I don't you do, do nothing for me,
3: Michael? What were you? What were you gonna say? The turkey leg. Everything yes. about that. I mean, it, it you, you eat it I and can't you even just watch people eat no, it. No, you you t- you look like some Neanderthals gnawing on that Man. thing, walking around the park. It smells like something that should be buried in the backyard. <laughs> I mean, oh, it, it's and they taste awful. I, they don't even taste like turkey.
0: No, they I mean,
3: Oh, they're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else want to jump Yo, in? Oh,
1: yeah. The chimichangas.
0: Uh, yeah, but do people, people really like
1: them? Say that they like them? Oh, I see people eating those all the time. Okay. They oh, my
2: God. They're nasty. They're worse than, like, frozen Olay burritos. <laughs>
3: <laughs> they, they smell wonderful, though. It's the smell that gets you.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. mm this is California, man. We eat real Mexican food.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> this All is right. like freezer uh,
2: Midwestern.
0: Yeah. All right, Michael's got the next question. Go for it. Oh.
3: Will they be bringing out any rare characters to help celebrate the 60th anniversary? Well, tell us who's answer, as, asking the question. Oh, um, Lori John Hill on the boards. Okay. okay. Um,
0: I would... You, Lately, they've been doing special events like during the summer and stuff for, like in the in the in the Thunder Ranch Jamboree area. Mm-hmm. But for the 60th, I'm not sure that they're going to need extra promotion. Um, you may see like characters on the actual 60th in July. They may have like an event where they have all 60, uh, like 60 Disney characters or something like
1: that. That would be but- fun. Yeah, that yeah. would be
0: cool. Singing happy birthday or something, but I don't know. You it, it, it maybe it it's it's hard to say that it and I don't know that it would be related to the 60th. It may just be some promotion or something that they do.
3: Well, you know they'll bring out the uh th- the country bears because they drag them out for everything.
0: Yes, yes yeah they yeah. dust them off. Yeah. <laughs> the
3: and I I've and, been seeing Roger Rabbit out and about just a little more. Well, he was out for
0: Easter for, yeah, in the in the
3: but, jamboree, yeah, but he's Florida. he's been out he's been out at other occasions, and mm, so okay. I, I think they might be dragging him out again. I don't know.
0: <laughs> do they own him? They only yes. own half of him, right?
3: <laughs> well, and you know now they 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 do have a new agreement with Steven Spielberg. Okay. Uh, you know they're releasing the DreamWorks films, okay. and and so the hope is that that's going to open the door to doing a sequel to Roger Rabbit.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, Next question from Mary Jo.
1: This This one comes from Butterfly123, and she also posted on the boards and says, how many days do you think that they will be doing the 4th of July fireworks this year? I'm hoping not too many. We are in the parks until July 2nd, and we would really like to catch the new 60th fireworks at least a couple of times. Another question. How do you think they will manage crowd control between the evening parade and the fireworks on Main Street? She has good questions. Well,
0: while I'm looking up the calendar, answer that second part of the question.
1: Well, I mean, for the 4th of July, they're just... They no, only... the second
0: part of the question, okay, the, the, the s- managing.
1: The second part, well, what they recently put a crowd control flood channel, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, walkway on the east side of Main Street <laughs> behind the photo shops and stuff for it to, yeah. yeah. To funnel the people out so I imagine that they will have people going through there for um, one and if the crowds are really really busy they'll have them go through there and through the other backstage area that they don't want us to go you, you know,
3: You know how I interpreted this one though? Is that the, 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 the people will be standing on Main Street
1: Oh, good.
3: and then the parade the, well the parade's going to come through first though mm-hmm. and then 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 it's the fireworks. So what will happen is, yeah, the minute the parade's over, people will then move into Main Street to watch the fireworks.
1: I think it's going to be the same day, the same that it was um, for the 50th. If you guys remember, it was standing room only. Yes. Mm -hmm. On Main Street. So and
0: for the and the first first part of the question, I'm guessing we won't see any Fourth of July fireworks.
1: Oh, uh, I think they'll have them on the Fourth of July. You think? I think what they did, what they've done in the past, is they've had the regular fireworks, and then mm-hmm. a very short homage to the United States. Yeah,
3: they do a tag at
1: the yeah. end. Okay.
0: Fourth uh, of July is on a Saturday, so.
1: Yeah, I, I really think anything, that they'll we have would a,
0: like, see it like third, fourth, and fifth, maybe.
1: The Fourth of July, they only show it on one night.
0: Um, no, in the past, in the last couple of years, they've been doing it two, two or three nights. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They've
3: been doing the same they at Disney World. That
1: new show, then Butterfly One Twenty Three. I would expect it, at, it. Just plan for it. I don't think that they will preclude the sixtieth. It's going to be too big.
0: Yeah, especially since it's July. It's July, and it's it only starts in May. Uh huh. Yeah, they won't. They won't skip. They're,
2: they're this, building maybe up. Maybe with Anna. Maybe with and, the Anna Times we've, ordinance,
1: they we've already
0: have. heard. Yeah, we've already heard that there won't be Christmas fireworks, so. Oh. Fourth of July fireworks are kind of in question. But again, she's only in the parks until July 2nd. I think she should be fine to see the 60th a -hmm. couple times.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: All right, Uh, Nancy's got the next one.
2: Okay, this comes from V and V's mama on the boards. (laughs) Um, She's got a multi-part question.
0: All right, let's take them one at a time.
2: Yep. Do you think the Paint the Night will still be going on in October? We yes, we can only next afford question. one day in June, <laughs> but we're doing fantastic, fantastic fireworks playing in October. Okay, next question. If yes, you had fireworks pin-
0: in October, yes. Or, er, yes, Paint the Night in October, yes. It'll
3: be there for years. Yes, yes, yeah. yes.
2: Well, there we go, um, If you had to pick between Carnation Cafe and Hungry Bear for lunch, which would you pick and why? Carnation Cafe. No. I would pick finishing
0: yeah. Cafe also. It's just so good. Mm-hmm. No. Wrong. Dissenting vote, Tony. I
4: Bye. would pick Hungry Bear because, first of all, at lunch, I'm probably nowhere near Main Street. So I got to trek all the way back. And then I got to wait and sit down. And I want to get and do another ride and do all that stuff. So I'm going to go Hungry Bear. I can still see the, the Rivers of America on the side. There's a bathroom right there. I can get really good. I can get good food and get back to the park. Because I See, got Carnation.
1: Like to Carnation I like Carnation Cafe because it's it, – you get out – I know that you also get out of the crowd at Hungry Bear. But Carnation Cafes you get some really good meals. You get the – you can either have meatloaf. You can get a good salad.
4: I'm not I saying the food's food not food. better. I'm not saying the food's not better. I'm saying overall based on time of day where I am in the park, if I'm one of those people that I'm only going to be there for a day or two, I don't got time. I think that's a – I think we're yeah. looking at it from our perspective. We're just straight yeah. food. But I'm looking at it from over... Yeah, the food's better at Carnation Cafe. No doubt. But I've got other stuff to do. Yeah.
3: You okay, know, here. the food is the food is heavier at Carnation Cafe. I tend to think of it as a dinner place. Hung- yeah. And Hungry Bear, it's a bit lighter. It has my favorite sandwich, or the fried green tomato mm-hmm. sandwich I love. So I tend yeah. to eat lunch at Hungry Bear.
2: Okay, and you know... Another thing to throw in, though, is do they want to get their larger meal earlier in the day? Right, Some right. people do that for the calorie burning. So, or do they, you know, want to consider lunch three o'clock in the afternoon or two o'clock in the afternoon?
0: Well, it's asking us what we would pick. Yeah. So,
2: so, okay. so she's Let's got part, a lot of part factors to consider. Okay, three of her questions. <laughs> Three, what is your favorite spot in the whole park to stop and smell the roses? Hers are the Hungry Bear at the table by the water, right there with Tony, and at the French Market while a Dixieland band is playing and she's eating Mickey Benet's. I'm assuming it's a she. Okay.
0: Well, because it's v vs mama.
2: So. Well, yeah. But you never know.
0: My favorite spot to just sit is the tables at, on the ax, or the... Furthest tables away on at the Jolly Holiday, right by the by, by the sidewalk. Every you know, I, I posted a picture this week of of me having a cinnamon roll, just sitting at a table at Jolly Holiday, watching all the tourists come in to the park at eight o'clock in the morning, and it's just relaxing.
3: Michael, what do you think? Uh, I think mine have all been named. Um, French Market. Okay. Um, I like it when the jazz band is there, and, and yeah, Mickey Viniesa and Mint Jillip. Also, I like. I also like Jolly Holiday was the other one I thought of, but I like closer to um, the Coke corner area there because um, then I can listen to the ragtime piano player. Nice.
0: All right. Anybody else want to jump in on that? I've got two. Okay. Go
1: ahead. Um, I'll join. I'll um, along with you and Michael. I like the Jolly Holiday for the same reasons you guys said, but I like to sit near the railing because I like to watch the families as mm-hmm. they especially the kids yeah. on their dad's shoulders and stuff like that I love that. But another place I like to go to just where just to kick back is in Fantasia Gardens which is over by the Matterhorn. I like to go to okay. the end that where you can see um
0: small world. It's a
1: small world. The monorail will go over overhead and it's just a place for me just to for some downtime but I mm-hmm. st- still I'm in a really pretty area at the Disneyland park. I like that area a lot. Very cool. I'm
2: also a big fan of the uh, French market. And then, um, also just even, shoot, there's yeah. a couple good places.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, my favorite place used to be over in, over before they redid Fantasy Fair. You know, just sitting along that area. Mm-hmm. Um, but even there's some benches right outside, um, the Frontierland entrance to the hub that's back behind, you know, kind of towards the walk to the castle, kind of, in that area. There's a little bit of bench there that's nice and quiet. You can look at the hub and the castle.
1: What about California Adventure? Do any of you have was, a spot over there that I, you like?
3: I was just thinking that. Mine is the Carthy Circle Lounge with the martini in my hand. <laughs> yes. Stop and smell the roses and drink, drink a
1: martini. Nice. Paradise
2: yeah, Park really... is always nice, or right around, right around that area.
0: Eh, uh, yeah, there's really no place I sit. In the California back end Adventure.
2: of Flows is nice. I was thinking the bat back... on the back. Yeah, yeah. that sounds
3: naughty. But it's nice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> back end of Flows.
3: Um, the one area I like is a smoking area, and so I, I don't go over there. And, you know, that's near the water wheel and the. Mm-hmm. And all oh, that at right. Grizzly River Rapids. That's oh. really pretty in there, but yeah. because of the smoke I don't go over there. Um, yeah. going back going back to French Market, we were
0: there I don't know if, if this was with I think I was with my family or something. But it was so busy that they were turning people away if they were just coming in to eat beignets. They were they were wow. preserving the tables for for the just restaurant. French the restaurant. So that's just something to be aware of anyway.
1: Wow. Kelly's favorite, I think, and uh, I'm safe in saying, would be over at Big Thunder Ranch. She loves the oh, petting yeah. petting area over there. She loves to just That's hang out with the list. animals. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
0: Nice. All right. Thank you, V and V's Mama. Uh, Tony has the next one.
4: Okay, and I've got to say, because it's me, I have a little story. When I so when these were sent these emails on my in my email said. Andrew, that's who gave us this question, Andrew. Not my son. <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't so, even click. You know, that didn't so, even click yeah, So I, I see Andrew and the question, and it said, driving to San Diego, where I'm from. I'm like, what? What does he need? <laughs> First of all, he never emails me. Secondly, uh, wh- what is he asking me about? And then I realized, no, it had nothing to do with my son and me going to San Diego. So Andrew's question, we are on a Southbound road trip for three weeks in July, starting in Vancouver and heading to San Diego. We'll be four... Um, Four days will be in the L.A. area and three days in Disneyland. My question is in regards to driving in L.A. Is it possible to take transit around town or is it best to drive? We will be going to the Science Museum, Natural History Museum, Hollywood, Madame Tussauds, and several other touristy spots. Just curious. P.S. We are staying with friends in Long Beach and they drive. Not sure about the transit. Can I go ahead and give my answer? Go for it. Before Nancy (laughs) says hers. (laughs) Do not take transit. It's not If you're going to that many places, you shouldn't do it. Especially if you're staying with friends in Long Beach, there's no way. You could do it, and you could go to one place, and it would take the entire day. Yes, there's going to be traffic, and yes, it's L.A., but because there's so many different places you want to go to, Los Angeles does not have the kind of transit system that will let you get to all these places, in addition to the variable that you're in Long Beach. Even if you were staying in Hollywood, or downtown, or whatever, I still would not suggest. I would tell you, I would tell you to drive. That's my choice. Yes. All right, Nancy, I agree.
2: Um. Well, someone should. Uh, Andrew, you should go back and listen to I the know, show where I tell people about my exciting trip <laughs> oh, yeah, on no. Metro and Amtrak
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> from I,
2: Universal Studios down to, uh, down to Disneyland with a round trip. To Long Beach on the blue line. Well,
4: and you know what's funny, Nancy, is it's true. You've tried. And I've always, and I I think I've mentioned that my doctor's in Los Angeles. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. And then, and every so often you get these ideas of using public transit in Los Angeles. Then the reality hits of the amount of effort and time it takes mm-hmm. to get to these places. And you're like, okay, I just can't do it. So Nancy's oh, yeah. tried. So
2: If you're really, if you're really... Into Metrolink. One of the things that I think is the really big, the really big kicker around here is how many different transit systems and how easy it is to confuse them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because metro we have Amtrak that cuts through, we have Metrolink trains, and we have the subway system. Yeah.
1: For the Metro or the subway, um, it does have a stop by the Science Museum of Natural um the museum of natural history they're right next to each other also hollywood so hollywood you, and Highland, you yeah. hollywood and highlands to go to madame Tussard, tussauds so you can do it but i agree with tony and nancy plus for the spontaneity of if of wanting to go places or if you're done etc having a car is just so much better in los angeles
2: for instance, if you want to go down to Hollywood and go to Madame Tussauds and all those, and then you want to do in and out Burger a few blocks away, you're going to have to navigate and walk, and you're going to have to go a little bit off the beaten path, not too off the beaten path, and then come back. Because, you know, people like to do that. They like to walk from one place. You know, they like to add on when they're in a location. Oh, I remember Mary Jo talked about blah, 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 that was right there. Well, you don't know what kind of neighborhood you're in, for one thing. And, you know, some of the areas in between the places we talk about can be sketchy. And so, As
0: far as getting to Disneyland from Long Beach on public transit, I, that would be like two or three different kinds of transit right. to get to yeah. Disneyland. You
2: would have to take the Metrolink orange line, the orange county line up to union station and then you would have to switch to well then you would have to switch to the subway line
0: no from union station you'd
4: take
2: in union station
4: we're just proving no don't do it yeah Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah so don't do it
0: yeah all right uh nancy has the next email
2: Okay, and this one should be Tony's. Um, <laughs> Tony, this is to all of you, baby. Um, we want to take a side trip. Who's this this from? is Who's Sarah. From? Come on. Okay. Sarah sent us an email. Okay. Yay, Sarah. Anyway, we want to take a side trip to San Diego. Aside from the zoo, what in San Diego should not be missed? That's number one. Then what could be skipped? They're thinking about doing La Jolla or Mission Beach or Loma Point or Balboa Park.
4: Okay, well, point it's Go. point at first it's it is called Point Loma, so I'll just let you know that, and um, it's probably just a typo. I agree with all the things that they're thinking of doing. La Jolla, definitely, and that you can do that. And we talked about that on our planning trip when we did the the planning tri- uh, trip, the most recent one, uh-huh. Mission Beach, which is the beach. La Jolla is a beach, but it's also fancy and nice and trendy. It's like San Diego's version of Rodeo Drive, but not as Rodeo Drive ish. But then it's also right near the beach, so you can still like, hit a McDonald's and stuff like that. Uh, Mission Beach, because there's a roller coaster right there on the beach, and then um, Point Loma because of the lighthouse, and I'd actually never done that myself, and I did it last like I think a year and a half ago with Andrew, and Balboa Park, which is San Diego's version of Central Park, where all the museums and things like that, the Aerospace Museum is there, the Natural History Museums, it's they're all there, and you can all walk to them. That's actually where the zoo is kind of on the outskirts of Balboa Park, so I honestly think you've done everything. Unless you want to go to this grade school that I so went to, which, which of those yes. should not be missed? No, it says what should not be missed. No, I think no. Yeah. Okay, should not be missed. What well, it says they're thinking skipped. of doing all those. Oh, okay. I guess I've got to. I have to. Well, okay. I would skip if I. Okay, if I. I if I'm going to skip anything, the first thing I would. I would either do La Jolla or. Mission Beach, one of the two. Not, right. Um, I would choose one of the two. La Jolla is the fancier one, but you're going to get to see the seals. Mission Beach is more of the "Wow, it's California dude" part, and it's totally surferish. So it depends on which side you want. Um, so I would, I, I would either do one or the other, and then. Wait,
0: Mar- Park going Park. To go see at the zoo, Balboa, way,
4: right? Not really. I think Bell Park. Okay. I would say because there's skip so it. much to do, and no, I wouldn't skip Bell Park. I would skip okay. one of the two beaches. And actually, considering it, did, I waited until I was 41 to see Point Loma, I'd skip Point Loma. Okay. It's just a lighthouse. I mean, really, I drove up there like, woo, great view. Now I'm going to drive back. So really, I would, <laughs> okay. yeah. Kind
0: of like, kind of like National uh, Lampoon's Vacation. Exactly. Grand Canyon. Yes,
4: that was exactly so what it was. Is there, so-
2: is there something they
4: shouldn't miss that's not on their list? I couldn't think of anything because those are the what things that this... I would.
1: What about the Seaside Village in the Seaport Village. Stuff. Yeah, Seaport Village.
4: Those are, like, okay, and this is, they're nice, but you could miss it, and they wouldn't be like, oh my gosh, I didn't go to Seaport Village. Yeah, it's, it's on the, I mean, if you're seeing the water, you're seeing the water. Like, I mean, if you're going to do La Jolla or Mission Beach, you're going to get that piece. But I don't think, and I think those are all nice things, but I don't think it's, you're going to regret that you didn't see it.
2: Isn't there an aircraft carrier you can go down Yes, you for? can do the
4: Midway, but again, I don't think yeah. it's should not be missed. Because I found out okay. I was talking to Christina in uh, mobile they had an aircraft carrier like there are aircraft carriers in other places of the country. So I was all like right. proud of it and she's like, yeah, you know, we had one too. I'm like, oh okay. Well I guess Sandy was special as I <laughs> thought it was. But um
2: Okay. Any anything that people yak about that you would just totally tell them to skip that they might hear of like
1: Old Town, some town or someplace. something. Would you say skip Old Town? Yeah,
4: I don't get the whole Old Town thing. It's like it's two blocks, and I don't. Yeah, Old Town does nothing for me. I'm kind of jaded in Old Town, so yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't wait if you only have the thing is San Diego's small. You could drive around in a day and see everything. Here's yeah. what I would do when I had a group come in. I basically drove to all these places, but we hardly ever got out. And you could see everything. Because it's <laughs> What about not worth- the
1: gas lamps gas lamp district? Okay.
4: Sorry. Do you recommend
1: smart- they have dinner there or
4: Okay, it depends. No. If this is too if this is younger or yuppie or singles, yeah. But if you've got kids, no. Okay. It's it's That's- it's kind of and I don't mean that in a mean way, but um like so I went to a base yeah, I, actually, I get that. Yeah, I I went to the Padres Dodgers game just this weekend with my dad and it rained, really doesn't rain ever in southern california if i'm gonna go to baseball game rains and um and uh but i forgot that oh yeah petco park is in Gaslamp, and the baseball games have somewhat turned into like the guy oh if, if you listen to the the previous episode you'll hear about the guys that are advertising the sea world uh, uh <laughs> i was thing. gonna go back to that yeah game. i was gonna go back but no it's totally like that and that's what gas lamp kind of is is the we're in a guys drinking beer. Yeah, it's – yeah, guys in the unstriped shirts drinking – in the untouched shirts drinking beer. There's great stuff there or people my age doing the same thing or couples or whatever. But you can do that same thing in every city. Like even though it's cool that it's downtown and it's got some older things but it's more of like a date night kind of thing or a – hanging out with buds kind it's of thing. Touristy. It's not touristy. Well, it, it has be. it's kind of touristy, but I wouldn't, okay. You, I wouldn't be like, oh, I can't believe you didn't see Gaslamp. The people who say, oh my gosh, you didn't see Gaslamp are people who like going to bars and doing all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just letting you know that that's what it kind of is. No, I don't, there's nothing okay. that I'm seeing that I can think of that is really, oh, make sure you do this. There's so much to mm-hmm. do there. What's interesting is now I've got I've kind of just articulated it in my head just now. I'll see if I can do it. There are tons of things to do in San Diego that are touristy and great. There's nothing that I can think of that's like, oh my gosh, you. Ha-. there's no phantasmic. You understand what I'm saying? There's a bunch of like, yeah. there's tons of B ticket things, but not, there's not a lot of like, oh, but okay, don't do any of the B's. Make sure you do the one A. So you're gonna, you're not going to be able to see everything and it's a great touristy town. But it's not like oh I got to go to Disneyland or I got I mean the zoo yeah the zoo you got to do that, but I think everything else you'll I think you'll be happy see the water, drive around and I think a lot of the stuff you can see and kind of experience it see Seaport Village decide whether you want to get out I would I would suggest driving around to a lot of those places and then again if you want the dude surfer beachy maybe some legalized medicine going on I'd go Mission Beach um, <laughs> and if you want it to be fancy and see the seals I do La Jolla depends on which which one you want but yeah skip point all right cool all right
0: all right next question let's go back to michael and really i kind of assign i I asked you guys to read these kind of randomly and so the andrew thing with tony was kind of accidental and so is this next one michael this is from michael
3: (laughs) who sent this in via email not not i (laughs) what's what's your opinion on disneyland closing certain attractions for an upcoming movie preview I was especially unhappy when I visited and they closed It's Tough to Be a Bug for Maleficent. Yeah, that's a film that should have been squashed like a bug. That's my editorializing, by the way. (laughs) And on my previous visit before last year, they closed the Muppets for a preview of Tron. That seems appropriate to me, Michael. Um, I don't live in California, and I can only come at certain times. If I'm unhappy, I'm sure there are others like me. Well, the nice thing is for... Disneyland, we now have the Tomorrowland Theater for yeah, these yeah. previews. Because nobody misses Captain EO. No.
0: <laughs> Problem is that there aren't enough of others like him because there's so many pass holders that have seen all these things and are kind of happy about, oh, good, I get to see a preview of Maleficent or Tron or whatever.
3: Right. And, and Tough to Be a Bug is is one of those attractions that doesn't draw a crowd right. any longer yeah. so uh, Unfortunately. But, but, but you know but i understand michael's point of view this is this is why they won't do a haunted mansion holiday at the magic kingdom and disney world or the cool. um small world holiday yeah, because right. people come only once a year they come infrequent or less than that right and the they want one, to see yeah, lifetime yeah, yeah and they want to see the classic attractions and this is the case for michael Right. Sorry, Michael.
1: Well, it works out now because, like Michael said, it's they're using the Tomorrowland Theater. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, and let's hope they limit all the all the movie previews now to to that, that theater. theater.
0: Yeah.
3: Well, I mean this this one
0: fit, but I don't know if Maleficent or well Tron would have fit, but. All right, I get the next one. This is from Teresa on email. Um, if you could go to any of the Disneyland parks overseas, which one would you go to and why? <clears throat> ooh,
2: ooh, I know this one. Nancy, go ahead. I'll take it uh, Tokyo Disney Sea. Okay. Because it is. So different than anything we have here in the uh-huh. United States, or even you know the par. I mean, Paris has always been a pipe dream to go there, but Tokyo Disney Sea just sounds amazing.
3: Yeah, yeah, I've been there, so- and it is. It's it's a remarkable park. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah
0: I, th- I think Tokyo would be where I would want to go. Um, I'm kind of intrigued by Shanghai. But- <laughs> Especially the castle, but.
3: That's what I was thinking. I I would love to go to Paris, but I I really want to go to Shanghai. Yes.
2: What is, uh, what is it about the Shanghai castle? That's.
3: It's got like attractions inside of it. And a restaurant, and it's huge. It's going to be the largest of all the castles. But the theme park is going. The park itself is going to be cutting edge. I mean, they're going to have newer than new attractions. Uh, you know, spins on you know even our classic attractions here with you know new effects and everything. So, looking forward to it.
0: Major, what are your thoughts?
1: Tokyo sees because okay. I've never been there, and and like Nancy said, it's so different. If I Paris sounds pretty cool, but we have a but Magic it's in Kingdom. France. Well, <laughs> like I, love I said, France. so do I, and the draw for me there would be going to visit Paris and the other parts of France. Mm-hmm. But Tokyo sees is a whole new experience, and I have right. nothing to compare it against. So yeah. I'd love to see that.
0: Tony, you want to jump in on this?
4: I would say the same thing. Okay. Like, no questions asked. I was like, oh, I'm going to say that and then everybody said it. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, Tony's got the next one. Okay, here we go. So, we have Barbara, who emailed it to us, going to Disneyland at the end of June for a conference. My best friend and fellow Disney addict is going with me. We're both regulars at WDW, but I haven't been to Disneyland since I was a child, and my friend has never been. We'll have one full day of park touring together and several half days. Conference gets done at 1230 every day. What is your best piece of advice to us, and what would be a can't-miss meal For t- oh, or two? Okay, so I get to start. Um, my best piece of advice is to remember that you're in Walt's Park and to notice all the small details. I know Michael's big on that and uh, paying attention to the just the um, the I hate to say the better details of, than they have at Walt Disney World. But I think I think you guys might agree. Uh, pay attention to the details. That's my like nice piece. And for a meal, I would say Steakhouse 55. You have to go to Steakhouse 55 and especially if it's on the business, totally, you got to go to all the fancy <laughs> ones. But I would say Steakhouse 55 is a can't-miss meal. Um, those, even though compared to Walt Disney World, there might be better restaurants, but in terms of ambiance and value and all that stuff, I think you need to go to Steakhouse 55. So those are my two.
0: Um Okay, I'm going to make a suggestion real quick. For the one full day of park touring, plan all plan to get there at opening do a lot of attractions don't have your sit down meals on that day and then for your days where you're getting in at one o'clock in the afternoon make that your days where you're having a nice meal and doing fireworks or doing World of Color and get a lot of your writing done, your attractions done on that full day that you have okay, I'm done who else wants to jump in? (laughs)
3: yeah i i agree with tom on that and it definitely take note of the attractions we have here that you don't have in disney world mm-hmm. and then we have some that are we have them as you do in the magic kingdom and all that but ours are significantly different like um our haunted mansion is different pirates of the caribbean is different big thunder mountain is different so you want to um, definitely go on those um for me a a, a meal or two where you should eat carthay circle restaurant i think i think for a theme park restaurant it is remarkable have a drink in the lounge and then um and then go on up and and enjoy a meal in the restaurant um it's it's beautiful and the food is excellent anyone
0: else want to jump in
2: a, if your conference is feeding you, I, I'm assuming if it ends at 1230, they're not feeding you lunch, um, then yes, definitely eat your full meal that day. If they are feeding you and you get to run away after they feed you, then you've already got a full stomach, so go ahead and eat lightly in the
1: evening. Just a thought.
0: Any any and other cat-missed meals that, besides Steakhouse?
1: I agree with Michael for Carthay Circle. Yeah. Um, yeah. At Disneyland Park, you might want to. You can split the Plaza in fried chicken. That's uh, always a yeah. Um, yeah, a good one, and it's pretty filling.
2: And their salmon is good too. I had the salmon the other day, and it was really good.
3: And have the mint juleps and Mickey beignets.
1: I was thinking that too. <laughs> well, the mint yeah. juleps are are that's Disneyland, so that's
3: right. But we're, we're, you were just bringing up Disneyland, so...
1: Yeah. No, I'm agreeing with you.
3: Mm-hmm. I, because
1: it's... Set, what I meant to say, it's because it, it's so Disneyland, that's a good choice. Oh, oh, okay. Sorry, I didn't say it right. <laughs> and I agree with Tom and Michael as far as the, the full day is go early and make sure that you go on the attractions that they do not have at Walt Disney World like Alice in Wonderland. They've plussed up, um, or they're plussing up a lot of our dark rides, so... I uh-huh. I I'd, I'd, uh, recommend going on Peter Pan early in the morning, and trying that out.
2: Yeah, um, storybook
3: and- Land, canal boats. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, I would I would throw in there. Um, go for some of the special limited edition 60th anniversary food items, if there's any around the park. You know the the food treats, because um, we know they're going to be 60th anniversary yeah. treats but if there's any special 60th anniversary you know food mo- food items at your counter services or whatever try those
3: all right Michael has the next one. All right. Well, this is an email from that popular sixties folk group, <laughs> Chad, Tiffany, and Avery. Nice. <laughs> I have
1: their
3: I have their forty-five. I know. They they're really good in their day. We are coming to Disneyland for the first time ever in sixteen days and staying at the Disneyland Hotel. Very good nice. choice. Good choice. We want to know if the Disneyland Hotel still gives autograph photos to the of the character to the guests, and what is the things we should not miss with a seventeen month old boy? I, 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 know they give autograph photos upon request. Yeah, it's it,
0: it's more of like a special magical moment type yeah. thing. I think. Mm-hmm. But I said
2: one in my packet the last time we stayed there in February.
0: Yeah, but it's not automatic. It's like if you're celebrating something, they'll they'll give you a photo. Okay.
1: And it's also a hit and miss. It depends on the cast member that's working mm-hmm. that day. And if, right. if, you know, they want to spread the magic or if they just want to, you know, do their, their basic job. So if you really want it, ask for it but don't expect it so you're not disappointed
3: yeah. but when you check in make a big deal of how excited you are that this is your first time and your your little boy is so excited and you can hardly wait to see fill in the name of the character you want the autograph photo of and 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 <laughs> yeah. just go on from there because yeah. magic could happen yep. but don't be disappointed if it doesn't because mm-hmm. there will right.
0: be plenty of magic
1: And Uh, your 17 month old boy is going to have a blast. I would say make sure you go on a lot of the outdoor type that, you know, go on the train because the train at Disneyland is different than the one at Walt Disney World. I don't know if you've been to Walt Disney World, but, um, the train is around the park. It's more than just a a train ride. And don't go on Pinocchio or Snow White as one of the first dark rides. Save that till later. Oh, yeah. Um, later in your trip, you want to do something that's not going to scare them of the dark because yeah, that's Peter what a Pan lot of, pa- a mistake Alice, that a right? lot of parents do. Yeah. I'm sorry, Tom? I was going to say,
0: like Peter Pan or Alice.
1: Yeah, Peter Pan, Alice, that's a good one, but take them on. Alice I mean, is better yeah. than Peter Pan. Yeah. Um, now
2: that was the same age window that Zoe and Lily both decided they were afraid of dark rides because we could ride pirates with Zoe up until about that age. Yeah, same. So, Stay away from pirates in the haunted mansion unless your child is good with the dark. But I would definitely say Casey Junior. Yes, that's Dump what I was big Thunder say. Ranch. Um, ride the boat, even though you do Casey Junior. Circus Train, still ride the Storybook Canal. Of course, fly with Dumbo. Um, do. Um, the subs and if he's too small or not happy with the thought of being stuck in a sub you can do the disability room at the subs
1: he should be all right in the sub though it's it's such an adventure and there's people around at that age
2: is i can only remember the time we took zoe in the subs and at the explosion zoe cried and the entire sub, which was as silent as a lamb, Zoe let out this, and like the entire sub went, (laughs) oh, so, but you know, you know your child and what your child can handle. I'm just saying that if taking them into a submarine, an enclosed capsule for X amount of time may not be Exactly what you want to do. The disability room gives you the same exact
1: experience without going down into the capsule.
0: Anything at at California Adventure that they
3: shouldn't miss with us? Little Mermaid.
1: Adult. Yeah, the, I was gonna say the Little Mermaid. Do that before you go on Monsters Inc. Um, and, yeah. and, and
3: and then and then Flicks. You know that
1: yeah
2: Flix, Monsters, it's,
3: uh, it's tough to be a bug area. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, the
3: whole Heim- everything.
2: Heimlich's choo-choo Heimlich's choo-choo
3: oh choo-choo yeah. Train.
0: That was West's
3: first ride at six weeks old. Heimlich's
2: oh my
1: gosh, train. how cute love Heimlich's yeah. choo 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 And and children that age tend to love the parades. Mm-hmm. Yes, so I would all the parades. Uh-huh.
0: And 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 you should definitely take them on on Mickey's fun wheel, the swinging. <laughs> Cuz no. 17 they love that. Actually
3: our granddaughter loves it. Yeah. yeah. Oh
0: no, they'll they'll scream. Yes, uh, happily happy, happy screams. <laughs> all right. Sounds like Avery's going to have a great time. Let's yep. uh, let's see who's got the next one. Mary Jo, me. Yeah.
1: Um, the next one comes from Angel Ariel on our Disboards, who always sends us really nice messages. Yes. And she puts, I just read a post on the Walt Disney World boards that rider swap is handled a bit differently at Disneyland Resort. We are bringing our at the time three year old daughter with us in November, and we are anticipating using rider swap a lot. Can a team explain the differences between the two rider swap systems so we know what to expect for our trip? Do any of you guys use... I know how it works at Disneyland, but I don't know what the difference is. Yeah, I don't know
0: is. how it works at... Yeah, let's, let's explain how it works at Disneyland. Hopefully that will help her. Yeah, okay. Her. Ty-
1: typically at Disneyland, what you do is um, the, the bigger attractions will have a cast member there at the beginning of the line or the queue, and mm-hmm. you get a paper that... Says that you're doing writer swap. Tell me if it's different than what, what I'm I'll, saying. Guys. I'll let you know when it gets different. Okay. And so <laughs> then, um, the person, and it could be if you have an older child with you, um, two people can go through the queue and the person with the younger child can go hang out or do something else. And then at the end of the, the, that particular ride, they hand the paper to the other adult and they go in through the exit. Show the paper and then they hop on the right. That's okay. in Florida.
2: It depends on the attraction. Um, some attractions you all go through together, and then when you get to the hold point, when you get to the the board point, um, then you put the rider swap in effect. They'll have mom and kids stay on one side. You know, go to the mm-hmm. exit side or stand off to the side, and then. Dad and first one will ride, or just dad will ride. You know, one parent right. will ride. So everyone, everyone waits
0: in line together.
2: And then, if if the ride comes back to the same point to to uh, disembark, then they then that's where you switch in. If well.
1: you wanted to do that at Disneyland, you can do the same thing. Yeah, you if you so wanted just to stand in line together and not split up your party, you can do that. And when the person gets off, hand the paper to the. Or I'll call it the it, pass to the cast yeah. member, and then they'll they'll let you on. We
2: basically the big de- I I think like with Space Mountain here, what they do is they tell the parent and small child to go to the end of the ride, the exit of the ride, and then you wait there at the exit of the ride when your party comes off. Then you go back in through the exit. Big Thunder Mountain, you do the same thing.
0: Um, can I recommend that? In in lieu of rider swap, that you use Fast Pass as well as an alternative, because then you can you can do basically the same thing and not have to wait in. Because if yes, you yes,
2: bo- you do both at the same time. Yeah. yeah
0: well, using rider swap, you somebody's gonna gotta wait in the line if there's right. a sixty minute line with with Fast Pass, then nobody has to wait in line.
2: Well, so somebody- well, right, you get your Fast Pass, then you rider swap. You let yeah. them know then yeah. that you have a rider swap also. Okay. It's same thing.
0: Okay. All right. Hopefully we answered her question. Uh, let's see. Tony.
4: Disney Forever got? on the boards. This okay. question is mainly for Tom and Michael. Okay. Moving on. Let's do another question. <laughs> <so> <laughs> yeah, Come on. This question is mainly for Tom and Michael since they don't live nearby. Before you started doing the show and were just a regular park visitor. I was were-
0: never a regular. Okay. Oh, wow.
4: Yeah. What was your family's <laughs> go-to off-property hotel that you usually stayed in? That's a great question. Before you got jaded and was Mr. I review mm-hmm. all the hotels. And Michael right. I want to know,
1: too, and where Michael stays. Yeah.
4: I love
3: this question. <laughs> oh,
1: she doesn't want to
4: know where <laughs> I stay. She wants to
1: know I where Michael stays. I said and
3: where Michael stays. You didn't hear. Oh, okay. Both of you. Go ahead, Michael. Uh, well, when – when my, when we had, when the kids were little, the places we went to now, one's the parking lot for the Paradise Pier, <laughs> um, hotel. And the other one has gone through a name change. Um, it was, it used to be the Ramada Main Gate. And it's, but now it's, I can't remember the, what it is now, but it's right across from the Howard Johnson's, that big hotel. And they're building two other hotels in its parking lot. Is That'll that a Fairfield Inn now, or what is that? Yeah, there's a, that Fairfield is a Fairfield Inn. Yeah, well, that used to be a Ramada Main Gate. Wow. And we would stay there all the time. Um, and we really liked it. Uh, where, where we tend to stay now is, um, if we're not staying at the Grand Californian in the DVC suite, we are staying at Tropicana because you can't beat the location. And, or we stay at the Annabella are, are probably our two big ones. Um, you know, this next trip, we're staying, well, we're staying at DVC, but then, um, we're staying at the Hilton because we couldn't beat the price. Nice. So, um, and the rooms are really nice. So I would say Tropicana or Annabella are two. I've stayed at Castle Inn and Suites and, uh, that's not bad, but, um, it's Wait, one it's of sounds- those, pardon me? Way to sell it! <laughs> yeah, it, well, it, it's one of those like there was one you you reviewed, yeah. Tom. That it, it has this wonderful theming, but it doesn't really it extend lot, beyond. Yeah. It doesn't extend yeah. beyond the lobby. Yeah, the theming. The rooms are, are are nothing special. So, but it looks cool on the outside.
0: Right. So. Well, back back in the day when bef- this was like before West, when Christy and I used to go down, um, we would use Priceline a bunch. And there was at that point there was um, there was this it was like you could choose one two two and a half or three I think at Disney in Anaheim and there were no two and a half hotels so it would always upgrade you to three star so we used to bid really low and we would get the Hilton or the Marriott or the Hyatt down in Garden Grove. But you were never exactly sure where you were going to stay. And a lot of times there was parking fees and things like that that weren't included. Mm. So we kind of stopped doing that. So in the last few years, um, we have very low uh, needs as far as hotels. So we would, we'll would stay at Quality Inn. We'll stay at Econo Lodge. If we're really desperate, we'll stay at Roadway Inn. Um, I, I have... I use i um try to stick with the choice hotels because I can earn points, and every once in a while I'll get a free night, so that's like i said your your quality in your Connell Lodge, your roadway in uh, and you usually usually you can get a great deal on rooms there they always have some sort of breakfast uh that quality inn that um is behind the fairfield inn that was Michael was talking about was i i have stayed there a lot um yes
2: you have. There's
0: an Econo Lodge in Garden Grove that usually has really, really, really good rates and I'll stay there. It's it's a bear to get to, but it's cheap and and it's it's I don't know, they, they could use a refurbishment, but again I just need a place to crash and shower and that's all I need, so um and then there's the roadway inn that's there on harbor that They've refurbished but it still needs some help, but I can get it for fifty bucks a night. So I mean it all depends on what you're looking for. Um I would love to be able to stay at Candy Cane Inn every time I go, but not when I'm go not if I'm going really often and not you know, not at the so one twenty maybe now,
3: something like that.
1: Really? Yes. They've gone yeah. up, all right. Yeah,
3: I mean uh- and sometimes they're more than that. Sometimes they're more than that. Yeah. But anyway, okay, that's my answer. Yeah, for May 22nd, Yeah, because I'm coming down for the 24-hour event, mm. and I'm staying at the Hilton, and I'm already dreading the 20-minute walk back to the hotel <laughs> right. at the end of the event. Right,
0: exactly. <laughs> All right. And in, in a related question. Go ahead, Mary Jo.
1: That's what I was going to say in a related question <laughs> as we move along. This is from, I believe, LeMay's. Okay. Who also posted on the boards. Tom, if you had to rank the offsite hotels you've reviewed so far, how would your list look? Good question. You Don't make me lot.
0: choose. Don't make me choose. Okay. So I. I well, the I had, hotel I a, I a,
3: Minaj is right up there. <laughs> yes, I had
0: a feeling you were going to ask this question. Um, so I made a list of all the places I stayed at since when did I started this uh, January of 2014? I've stayed in. Uh, as of this weekend, I've stayed at nineteen hotels. Wow! You want to know the list? Yeah. Okay, so the Quality Inn at the Park, which wasn't a good neighbor hotel, but we didn't find out till afterwards. Uh, Staybridge Suites, Residence in Anaheim, Residence in Anaheim Resort and Garden Grove, uh, Stovalls, Motel Six, Fairfield Inn, Annabella Hotel, Camelot Inn, Cortona Inn, Candy Cane Inn, La Quinta Inn, which. Uh, is not a good neighbor hotel currently. Hyatt Place, Spring Hill Suites, Hilton Garden Inn, Hotel Minaj, <laughs> uh, Desert Palms um, Inn and Suites, the Best Western Park Place Inn, the Tropicana Inn, and then this weekend, the Anaheim Marriott. Uh, as far as top of the list, uh, yeah. there's so many of these are that are just. Okay, I mean, there's nothing stands out. Um, I as I I think I said before, I really love the Spring Hill suites, that one just clicked with me. Uh, Candy Cane Inn, you can never go wrong with the Candy Cane And Uh, bottom of the list, of course, Hotel Minaj, but that was just because of the room they gave me. Um, I'm trying to think of, I didn't have a good experience, at st- you know, and a lot of these are when you go. And what your experience was at the park or you know what mood you're in. Uh, I didn't like the rooms at Stovall's. And, Mac- Michael, you like the rooms at Stovall's, right? Um,
3: yeah, they're fine. Okay. You know, I, had, I, I talked about that one bad experience I had, okay. but, uh, but I've since returned. And, and okay. the rooms are fine, but they're nothing special.
0: Right. Um, I really like the residence in. Actually, I, I like both residence inns. i to both of those now. Um... Fairfield Inn, I thought, was overpriced. For okay, what hold
1: get. on. Before you – of the two yeah. Residence Inns, which one would you go to if you had your choice?
0: The Garden Grove one.
1: Really? Okay.
0: Well, I mean, they're, they're two different styles. They're – what does she call it? They call them like the original style and then the, the new style. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, <clears throat> so the, the one in Garden Grove is more hotel style, so interior hallways and everything. Mm-hmm. The one in Disneyland behind Garden Walk is like condos.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it almost reminds me of DVC resort yeah, in yeah. in Orlando. Yes. Yes, exactly.
1: Have you stayed at um, both of them, Michael?
3: No, I've only I've only been to the um the one that's in the original style. Okay. Um let me see.
0: Anna, Annabella, I I I got a bad room again, so I need to give them another chance. Um uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's, that's about all I, you know, I, like, I think I, I, I kind of like the Marriott. Um, there's really no really bad ones on there other than Hotel Minaj. <laughs> um, and if, and Motel 6 is just, it's, it's Motel 6. So, um, anyway. Okay. Yeah, let's see. Oh, okay. My turn. Uh, this is from Faith Ven on the boards. How much of an impact do grad nights have on crowds and wait times? Oh. Uh,
1: Isn't it that now that they allow them to go for the full yes. day, I think, yeah. it's, I, I it's think it ugly. impacts the park yeah. a lot more than it a used lot. to in the past.
0: Um, nowadays, they give grads um, a park hopper to go back and forth between the parks. And then once California Adventure closes at 10 o'clock, they have... California Adventure to themselves. But during the day, they are running amok in the parks. And I'm sorry to put it like that, but this is their time to celebrate, and they're
1: celebrating. Yeah. Good way to say it.
0: Um, And, you know, there was one year where grad night and the 24-hour day lined up, and so it was it was ugly that was two years ago, I think when that happened, but I think they've they've rethought that now, but we hope yeah, we hope we hope, but yeah i would I would maybe make that your your resort day and go to the pool or something like that. <laughs> all right, uh Nancy's got the final question
2: okay this comes from via by, by email. <laughs> And uh, Dee Dee asks us um, some personal questions. (laughs) She would like to know our first. I like long
3: walks on the beach.
0: (laughs) 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 My dislikes are.
2: Oh, all I got is the Pina Colada song running through my head. (laughs) Thanks, Michael. (laughs) Um, What was your first introduction to Disneyland? What age? Who were you with? Did you catch the Disney bug right away? I remember the the Orlando team doing a show about this, and it was fun.
0: Yeah, we're not going to do a so, whole show about this, DD. We'll give you three minutes. She wants to
2: know from us. <laughs>
4: so, all
0: right, who wants to start?
4: I will. Go ahead, Tony. I rem- my first memory ever, like the earliest I remember, is some big hill behind an apartment. But I don't know. I was like two in Michigan. I remember it being cold. Like I, I was two when I left. So, uh, but I remember a laundromat and a Mickey Mouse doll. Like, that's the earliest thing I remember. And there's pictures of me with the Mickey Mouse doll. My parents take a lot of pictures, so I know this is something I remember even as a kid. And we went to Disney, and we moved to San Diego, and maybe it was three, three or four? Um, and I remember gas lines. Like, I, this is vague, but – because my, my parents don't remember anything, so it's not like they told me these stories, right? Um and we stayed, had to, we stayed at a good neighbor hotel or probably not a good – but one of those like motels and we were in the Honda Civic. I remember that. And we um, – and I remember going to Disneyland and gas lines and I remember which day they could like, – so, like, and my parents worked for hospitals. So it was still with the tickets but they had that special pass where you didn't have to use the tickets. You guys know what I'm talking about? Anyone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so we could yeah. go on rides yeah. over and over it's again. Like the Magic Kingdom Club. Yes, 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 yes. That's what yes. it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember being in the blue. Now knowing where these places are, being in the blue bayou. My parents were eating dinner or lunch or whatever, and we're like, and my brother and I got to go. So maybe I wasn't four, whatever. So now I'm mixing it all up. And then there was an alien from outer space, and I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I so I don't. These could have been two separate trips that I'm shoving in my memory together, but um, I remember them us asking hey can we or my me but my brother asking can we go on pirates again and they like go ahead and we obviously it wasn't crowded and we ran and went and got on pirates again but that's my earliest Disneyland memory and literally I don't think we ever went again until I was in like 8th grade and did that but because my parents were big Disneyland people but um, yeah that was my memory so there you go
1: okay
0: cool anybody else
1: i will go next uh, oh. Um, we moved to California when I was one, I think. And this was back in 1961. We were started going to Disneyland, um, in the early years. And a lot of my, we came from Texas and our house was the house that our family would come from Texas to visit from El Paso. And so every time we had family come over, we'd go to Disneyland. So I remember it was a big deal that we would go. You know, three times a year because people just didn't do that back in, back in the day. Um, especially people like us, normal. Um, and my f- earliest rem- memories are I remember being really small and dancing with, um, Bert from Mary Poppins. And I really thought that I danced with Bert. I thought it was Bert from the movie from Mary Poppins and just being, um, totally wowed by that and went with my family. And did we catch the Disney bug right away? My mom was a big fan, and in the this is a little bit later back in the '70s, we had an an album. And the day that we'd go to Disneyland, she would start the day off at six in the morning, maybe earlier, and she would play um, the Main Street Electrical Parade at full blast. And that's how everybody woke up on the day that we'd go to Disneyland, and the excitement would just be so big and everything, and. That's how – that was my childhood growing up.
3: Very cool. Uh, Mm -hmm. Michael? Oh, for me? um, Well, apparently I was first taken to Disneyland when I was less (laughs) than one year old. And I don't remember it, but I always say that when Tinkerbell flew over the Magic Kingdom, I must have inhaled some of the pixie dust Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I have always – I have been a fan of Disney since I can remember. I mean, you know, I'm the generation that grew up watching, you know, Uncle Walt on television and he would, you know, every week and he would talk about Disneyland and, and the amazing things that he was creating in this park. And I mean, and Disneyland was just, you know, what every child lived for. You know, to, to go to Disneyland and, 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 see this place. And, and, and that was actually, my family didn't take a lot of vacations. We, they, you know, my, my parents really sunk everything they had into our education. And so, um, they didn't have a lot of extra money. And so they, uh, they, we, um, we'd go to Disneyland once a year though. And I, I was prepared. I mean, the way I prepare for the history segments—that's how I prepared, even as a as a boy for wow. going to Disneyland. And I, I mean, I ha- I had papers in my hand as the as to on attractions and things like that, and I was asking cast members questions about attractions and things like that. And I would have cutouts of articles from the newspapers on them. But and then, of course, um, I, I got into acting as a boy. And I was very fortunate to be hired by Disney for a time. And was and for the Tencential, you know, um, they Walt, considered bringing back the Mickey Mouse Club. And they did bring us back for the Tencential of the park. And we got to, as part of our preparation for a possible television series, we got to perform at Disneyland. And we got to perform with some of the original musketeers. And so that was a thrill. And of course, so that really upped my, um, (laughs) (laughs) my, my, my Disney fandom because I was a part of it now, you know, I was part of Mickey's family and, um, you know, and, and unfortunately we were the club, we, we, the decision was made to, to syndicate the original, um, mickey mouse club show rather than start a new one so they didn't launch the 60s club on television and so we went off into history but um i've just always been a fan and you know it's always been a part of our life you know we have it in our house um you know people you know people at work in my classroom i mean everybody knows that this is that I admire Walt Disney. I admire the accomplishments. I, I, I like what Disney represents the wholesomeness, the innocence, um, that is there and the joy that it, that it gives to people, how you can, how Disneyland and, and Disney in general can unencumber you of your worries and, and whatever crosses your bearing, You know, for at least a brief time and you can lose yourself in it. And it's, it's the only, one of the only places that you can sort of relive your childhood again. Mm -hmm. And, um, and everybody
1: be okay with it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So that, except maybe your adult children who don't quite get it, (laughs) but, but you know, in our family, it seemed to skip a generation. So our granddaughter is the Disney person. So I'm, I'm bringing her up in, in, in appreciating that. So anyway, so that, that's where it started for me. I mean, it was, it was from infancy on. <laughs> How about you, Nancy?
2: Oh man. We should have just ended with Michael because <laughs> mine's completely boredom central. From that. Um, <laughs> you haven't heard mine yet, so. <laughs> okay. Um, we came on a family trip when I was six years old in 1972. Yes, I know that dated me. Um, I was with my grandparents and my great aunt, and it was my brother and I, and our visit to Disneyland was literally one of those um, guided tour experiences where you could pay and take like the six-hour tour with the little, you know, plaid-skirted gal. And um, we went around, I remember we went around to various attractions, and because we were the only two kids in the group, we got to sit with her on all the, the, the VIP guide on all the rides. And my strongest memories were Small World, because I absolutely loved, loved Small World. Um, I was too skittish to go on the Jungle Cruise, according to my parents. So I had I remember sitting and waiting while they went on the, the Jungle Cruise with my brother. Um, and I remember sitting in the front seat on Pirates seeing the talking skull and crossbones, burying my head in the the tour guide lady's lap, (laughs) and looking up at the guy's leg and sticking my head back in her lap. (laughs) The pirate on the bridge. Um, And... You know, that was kind of it. I mean, we were the typical Midwestern family, because I lived in St. Louis and grew up there. Um, we were the typical Midwestern family that, you know, watched Walt Disney on TV every Sunday night. And we listened to our records, our 33 RPMs of all the movies. You know, I had 101 Dalmatians. I was scared crapless by um, Ichabod Crane. Um uh, Because we had that one on records, too. My brother loved to play that for me, to torture me. Um, But, you know, there wasn't really anything for me until I turned 23. I was in my first job out of college. Was able to pay for my first, you know, real full-time grown-up going on vacation without my parents' vacation. Um, And I went with my boyfriend at the time. And we went to Florida for the first time. And that was where I really got nipped was by the bug was because the vacation was so seamless. It was one of those Delta dream vacations. Remember those? Oh yeah. Where where you bought Mm -hmm. them from Delta when they were still sponsoring dream flight. If if you had
3: wings. If you
2: had wings. Yep. And so, um, that really hooked me and it was more about the cut. For me, it was all about, the service, how they, you know, seeing it really for the first time as an adult, how they really work that extra step to create the effects that they create and the magic to actually transport you into those worlds of escapism. And that was the kicker for me was, was just the, the brains behind the behemoth, if you will. And so that was my, was my kind of bug. And of course I, I came back to Disneyland, um, for the 40th anniversary. I went to the, I used to go to the Disney Anna conventions and that coming back to the 40th anniversary was so much fun for me. And that convention was so great. And when I found out I was moving here in 2000, I mean, before I even moved here, I bought an annual pass to Disneyland when I was coming out (laughs) here all the time. Um, i my first date with my husband uh, um was at Disneyland, so that was you know it was the impetus to get out here to visit him, and we went on our first date and and just had a great time and and you know and he wasn't a big Disney person either, and he was pleasantly surprised at what things were like the same way I was. And, you know, seeing it through that adult eye, you know, you guys all saw it as children. But, you know, for me, seeing it as an adult for the first time just gave me a whole different perspective on a lot of things.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. And the business side of it, you know, being amazed at the business of it all. That was what I thought was really cool, too. Okay, I'm done.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cool. Um, I don't, I know, I know I went to Disneyland as a kid because there are pictures, but it wasn't one of our like go-to vacation spots. We would go to and you know, we go to Magic Mountain a lot and we I think like, back in the day when they still did field trips at school. Um uh, but as a family and stuff we would go camping and and you know go to the beach or go up to the Sacramento Delta area and things like that. So Disneyland wasn't one of our our go-to vacations. And I'm sure we went a few times, but not not on a regular basis. Um, it wasn't until my wife and I started get dating and got married that we would we got annual passes and started going all the time. So this would be late nineties, um, and then you know just ever you know we would go we would just do what we would call suicide missions where we would leave in the morning, drive down, spend the day in the park, come back the same day. Um, you know, we went, when let's see, the 50th was about 2005. So, right. Uh, oh yeah. By that time. Okay. So we had annual passes by then um, because I know we, we were waiting. We, once West was three, then we had to buy him an annual pass and it, Yeah. We we st- still have four hours away, but we we finally got the Disney bug, and we were we were. I don't think we went a full year without having an annual pass from probably when we got married in '97 on. Um, but the I didn't catch catch the bug. I mean, we were we were fans and stuff, but I didn't catch the Disney behind the scenes, all of that kind of stuff bug until I started uh, on the, hanging out on the disports which was 2007. And then you start talking to people who are also fans and reading, you know, reading blogs and reading stories and listening to podcasts. And, and then it just becomes, then it becomes overload and, and where you want to know more and you want to see the behind the scenes stuff. And, you know, my family or my wife is still just a touristy fan. Um, my son, I think, is leaning towards the <laughs> doing the research watching the yeah, watching the youtube videos, watching all the behind the scenes videos on the on you know the travel channel and stuff like that, so he's getting kinda getting this the same bug I am but um anyway, long story long boring story. anybody else have anything else to add?
3: You all fell asleep what the heck
0: yeah no we're <laughs> yeah yeah. I know. <laughs>
3: Yeah and this now we funny. can ex- now we can express our fandom on the diz.
0: Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I want to un express um uh, say thank you to all the people that that responded on that thread that Mary Jo posted a lot of, lot of great words about the podcast. We appreciate you all. We mm-hmm. appreciate you listening.
1: Definitely. Tell yes.
3: tell your friends. Yes, thank you. <laughs>
0: All right, that is going to do it for this segment of the Disney Unplugged. We'll sure to catch all. Be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week, and of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disney Nine is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.